What's an incredibly, incredibly exciting, fun, phenomenal. Those are only three out of maybe a million words I could use to describe this past week. Just, I don't know. I, I, I am just lost for words. Plus, we have uh, two additional guests yeah. today to the BBWF podcast, the Wrestling Federation. We were supposed to be here on Thursday. We were too excited. We were strung out. George, what do you have to say? I have to say that I'm super excited for this podcast. This podcast has been a long time coming. We've been hyping it for weeks. Yes. And it couldn't be better. Special edition Big Balls are wrestling with Matt Chase and our newest special guest, mm-hmm. Natasha. Our, our first ever incredibly special guest. She is currently... I don't know how far this beef is going to go, but she is currently in a kayfabe, non-kayfabe, it's, I, I don't know, great wrestling is when you got a question, is it real, is it fake, I, I don't know if this is kayfabe, I don't know if this is not fake, but our incredibly sp- special guest tonight is in a feud, currently, I don't know how far this feud will be taken, she is in a feud with MJ, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. The biggest heel in wrestling. He has taken aim at her, Natasha Dunbar. What do you have to say? Well, first of all, I'd like to uh, say thank you. It's an honor to be featured here on the podcast tonight. First and woman. That's true. Uh, Even bigger honor. Women's Day. Yeah. It wow. wasn't on accident. Uh, wow. Wow. This is truly incredible. I wish I could clap. You can't. I will. I will for you. you. Yeah. Incredible. Happy International Women's Day. Yeah, that, let's have a moment of silence for all the women that we've lost already this year. Well, I don't think that's what International <laughs> Women's Day is about. And uh, I'd like to confirm that uh, this is real beef between me and uh, MJF. Yeah, fucking coward. Whoa. <laughs> MJF is a coward so far. A coward weak, so far? Weak response. Late response. Couldn't even be face-to-face or even in the same arena as this. I think he would have had problems with the altitude. That's why he didn't come out to Denver, Colorado. Wow. Wow. But I still do not think that he sucks. I don't think that he is a coward. And I think you guys are thinking that y'all are in a feud with MJF. I'm just trying to... Get some clout. At least you're being honest right now. Yeah. But Natasha doesn't have a Twitter, so... Yeah, true. If there's one person in wrestling that I don't want to, you know, exchange words with, that is MJF. But unfortunately, my girlfriend is exchanging words with him. So, shit. Like, oh gosh, my back is really against the wall right now. What do I do? I don't want to fight. I don't know. Let's, yeah. uh, let's just get into it. Uh, Big Balls finally did the thing. Well, how, yeah, how did this feud happen? Let's, yeah. let's, let's start at the very, very beginning. We've been hyping it for weeks. Weeks? Months? Years? Since we bought the tickets. We've been yeah. hyping it since we started watching AEW. We've yeah. been hinting at it. We're going to see AEW eventually. Live. 
One day. And we did in Denver, Colorado in the first bank arena, right? Yep. Broomfield. Broomfield, yeah. Colorado. Broomfield. Broomfield. Started a chant. Yep. A Broomfield chant. And uh, we, we got to see AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Stood in line for like 30 minutes. Worth it. Yeah. Still in there super fast. George, let's give a uh, round of applause to George over here for driving all the way to to Broomfield for that. That was uh, worth, wor would you say it was worth the drive? Absolutely. I, I think it was worth sitting in the in the back seat. Yeah. The whole time, like yeah. it was worth every I, single second. I uh, I agree with your comment. If I just wish our Lyft drivers were like George. Yeah. Um, now you are. That's some tough Lyft drivers. You're yeah. a great driver, George. Yeah. Let's uh, also give a round of applause to Matt's uncle for giving us a place to stay yes. near the arena. Thank you. Thank you. The experience wouldn't have been possible without him. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great, great night. Well, let, uh, go ahead. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say let's just get our reviews out of the way. Yeah. Of like seeing it live, just zero out of ten, zero out of ten uh, balls, or no, zero out of ten sacks. Twenty. Yeah. Total of twenty balls, right? No. Yes. No, five sacks, ten balls. If well, Jeff listens yeah. to this podcast, he's gonna, he's gonna shit on us now, <laughs> Bailey. Yeah, I mean, Chris Jericho already shit on the city of Broomfield, city of Denver, for not being able to chant in unison. No, we and, can't even get our podcast together. Yes, I, 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 I am honestly still flustered from yeah. you know, like from seeing this experience live. But yeah, ten sacks, five sacks, ten balls, five sacks, ten balls. That's what it is. And that's what I give it. Only five? Nah, that's the max amount I can give it, Bailey. I don't know. Six. Just the, just the other other day we did give a six to Adam Hangman Page versus the Hung Lovers versus uh, the Bucks. Well, I mean, we've been to more wrestling events than both of these two. Mm. And compared to everything we've been to, by far... Like, craziest atmosphere, craziest experience. Mm -hmm. Like, not even close. Yeah, no, I, I don't even know why I'm trying to argue, man. I'm just... It was a perfect experience. Yeah. From the second you walked in to the second you left, it was just so amazing. From the second we got, like, into line, people yeah. in line were cool, yeah. kind of. Uh, doesn't deserve a round of applause. Bailey cutting all those poor people. No, that does. Deserve a round of applause because I didn't even cut all those poor people. There's four lines and everyone was lining up in just one line. There was two lines, but yeah, it kind of was in one line. Snaked into one line. Yeah. No, it really. Yeah. It, it, there's kinda, four doors. Yeah, there's four. There doors. were a lot of doors. I'm, I'm not mad that we did it. I'm, I'm glad that we cut because uh, we got in the perfect line right, spot yeah. for merchandise. All right, round of applause for Bailey for letting us go. Thank you. Thank you. And it was. It, I, I, I give it, yes, perfect experience. Ten, ten balls, five sacks. Natasha, Matt? Five sacks, ten balls for sure. Wow, that's the first ever perfect score from a special guest. Yeah. So let's give a round of applause to that. Wow. Yeah. Ten balls, five sacks. 
Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. There's a great atmosphere. Everybody was just so, so nice. Uh, the people in front of us are like the coolest people. Yeah, that dude was like uh, live streaming so much. Really? <laughs> yeah, the guy right in front of us. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was live streaming like most of the night. And it was pretty funny. I'm sure he heard some wild stuff. Yeah, probably. Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish I could see that live stream. But from the from the moment you step into the arena, you see, at least at the First Bank Arena in Broomfield, the moment you step in, you see the entrance, you see the lasers, you see the lights, and you just realize, holy shit, this is this looks exactly the same as it looks on TV, yeah. if not better. Like, yeah. Honestly, when I think back to the experience, I feel like I was in a VR. Like, I felt like I had, like, Oculus Rift. <laughs> it just feels like it was too good to be true. It really did. Um, walked yeah. in, see the ramp, see the lasers, see the merch, just see everyone super excited. And then we walk around the arena looking for, you know, our section, 115. Row walk- 2. Section <laughs> <Seven>, 124. <laughs> And we walked down, and, uh, dude, we were, like, how, how, how far would you guys say we were from the ring? Like, 40 feet? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, just... Those seats blew my mind. Yeah. They same. were so perfect. Yeah, they were. Best, like, seats I've had at a sporting event, besides sitting, like, ringside at that indie show. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. But now this was... But, yeah. like, as a big event, by far craziest Don seats I've ever had. if that and then oh my gosh just 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 phenomenal let's yeah. just from like the get-go it was phenomenal what was even the do you guys remember what the first dark match was? yes yes i do of course i do it was um the jurassic express and marco stunt versus kip sabian and kip sabian and crap who else was it was flexing real hard on the way in yeah, with Penelope Cruz. Oh, man, you. I was flexing real hard. <laughs> yeah. I was going insane. I know I know who. I know who this is. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Kip Sabian, dude, I just fucking wrote it down. God damn it. It was some random tag team partner. Anyway, this is going to hurt me. Anyways, the Jurassic Express won. Yep. Thank God. I don't feel like. Yeah. How'd you guys But, yeah, Luchasaurus, amazing. Yeah. He was so fucking huge. Yeah, he really was. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, and then, like, Jungle Boy, definitely a star. Killed it, Marco Stunt. I mean, smaller in real life you know, <laughs> yeah. than he is on the TV. Probably not your TV. I'm pretty sure he's, like, the same size on <laughs> your guys' TV. But it was, life. it was a great match. Definitely got the crowd going. And, it's, dude, it's bothering me because... Was it Brandon Cutler? 
No, that no. was at the end. Yeah, that was that towards was like the end. That was the second to last match. That, that was, was the, the last, last match, match. Yeah. yeah, that we got to see. Yeah, he was with Sonny Kiss. Um, it's another jobber, unfortunately. Uh, we'll just skip it, I guess. Yeah, but the craziest part was, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, spoiler alert for Dark. Yeah, for Dark, Marco Stunt turns heel on Jungle <laughs> Boy. <laughs> And uh, Luchasaurus. So breaking news, you heard it here first. Yeah. Kicked uh, Luchasaurus right in the right in the nuts. Yeah. Crazy. Headbutted him actually. Yeah. Right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wild. Yeah. But then uh, Justin Roberts like started getting hyped for. Uh, the actual beginning of Dynamite, and mm-hmm. the crowd was just, again, just snapping. The announcers came out. Couldn't believe it. That's That was my only complaint. But, I mean, it would have been the same if you could hear the announcers, but, like, just being able to see the announcers come out was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Justin ish. Roberts coming out, awesome, getting the crowd hype. Yeah. Awesome, reading people's signs was awesome. I really liked how they were like, and we're going live on TV in 10, 9, 8. Yeah. Yeah, counted down the whole thing. That was so funny. Yeah. Crowd was super loud. And then freaking Moxley came out, cut a promo, right? Uh, immediately. Like, yeah. It, that, that was so crazy because they, the, they showed the what happened at Revolution, the recap of Revolution, and then immediately John Moxley's music dropped. I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening now. This is happening now. Oh my God. John Moxley comes out, cuts the most heartfelt promo I've ever heard in my entire life. Just amazing, amazing. Yeah. Broke yeah. my heart. It broke my heart, but also put my heart back together because I was sad that Chris Jericho lost, but I was happy that Moxley was thanking the fans, thanking us. Yep, thanking us personally. Yeah, and it actually showed. Uh, unfortunately, you were not in the screen grab, but it showed us, us three, Matt, and that's me. Showed me and the special guests. Natasha, the specialist guest we've ever had. (laughs) And then Matt, the regular. (laughs) You guys know him. You guys love him. It was a great picture. It should be the cover of... uh, It will be the cover of this podcast, yeah. That was great. Yeah, that was an amazing... Is it the photo? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing photo. Chris Jericho came out, told us that we sucked. We were stupid. <laughs> and it was actually, like, really hurting my feelings while we were there. Like, I was really getting mad at them. And the crowd started chanting, you suck ass. Yeah, but we got to chant, or got to sing along with Chris Jericho's entrance. That was sick. Yeah. was worried we weren't going to be able to do that after he yeah. lost. Yeah, and then uh, it was kind of crazy how, like, all the rumors were going around. He's going to tour. He's going to tour with Fozzie. He has to leave. He has to leave uh, AEW. And he was like, if I lose tonight... I'll be. I'll leave for uh, sixty days. And as Matt brought up the other day, he he didn't say if he loses. He said if uh, John Moxley's able to walk out of the arena. Yeah. Which he was not able to. Spoiler alert. Yeah, big spoiler alert. Yeah. But it was. I mean, see, John our John Moxley as champion, holding that belt. That belt looks phenomenal in real life. Yeah, it does. Seeing him, he definitely has the aura of a champion. Like seeing him was. 
It was so unreal. awesome. Yeah, it was unreal. I just loved when like his music dropped and everybody was just like looking for him to see where he's coming yeah. out. Of. Yeah, everyone was like, oh, oh. I was so hyped because uh, uh, when I was watching the the replay, he was like walking. He had just stepped over the uh, um, the ledge. And I just like saw my arm. I like put up my sign. Just like saw my arm because my shirt was like super orange. At a couple parts, I'm just like right on his uh, shoulder, just like right on his shoulder. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It was just, just a great, great time. Yeah. Very yeah. unreal. And then the the first official on TV match of the night, SCU, SCU versus the Dark Order. Yeah, Matt's favorite tag team, SCU. Oh I, I was a little disappointed. That SCU didn't tell us that this is the worst town we've ever been. But they, I feel like they haven't said that in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. they're falling apart. Yeah, they really are. But somehow they beat the Dark Order. Yeah. And I'm starting to think all the rumors were that the Exalted One was going to debut. It's either going to be Brody Lee or Matt Hardy. But... It was neither. Neither debuted. The Dark Order lost. And I'm starting to think that there is no Exalted One. Yeah, I just think it's Evil Luna. Damn, just playing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Who, who's your guys' predictions for the Exalted One after last week? I don't know. I told you guys to be prepared to not see Matt Hardy. Yeah, which was disappointing. But the most recent picture that the Dark Order Order posted online said that, um, I mean, it was like a little poem or whatever, but the first letter of every single line said Matt Hardy. Yeah. And then at the bottom in, like, basically almost invisible lettering, it said no one is safe. Yeah. Which was pretty sick. Um, but, yeah, I don't think there is an exalted one. I think Evil Uno is playing everybody. Um... I just couldn't believe that SCU won. It wasn't just SCU. It was SCU with Cole Cabana. Yeah. Cole Cabana's AEW official Dynamite debut. Yeah, which was awesome to see. Yeah. Yeah, so fucking cool. Yeah, I love Cole Cabana. This, his, I was super hyped. His finisher, the Chicago Skyline, and the Superman pin, awesome. Yeah. The Superman pin might be the coolest pin finisher in wrestling. Yeah, he's a goat. And yeah. it's I'm super happy he's like, finally gotten a place to... Like, do well. Yeah, I just hope he does something other. I hope he does, it doesn't just stare at the SCU. What if, it, what if he's the exalted one? That'd be sick. <laughs> I'd be down for it. Yeah. I hope he's not just with SCU. Like, I hope they let him do some solo stuff. Yeah. Maybe he'll have a match with uh, Orange Cassidy. That'd be sick, honestly. Yeah, they've had one before, but it'd be cool to have one on the on the big big time. Yeah. What uh next was Big Swole Leva Bates? Yeah. That was a quick match, wasn't it? That was like super two minutes. Quick. Yeah. Super quick and Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker was actually on commentary. Yeah, but we didn't get to see it. Yeah. yeah. Well we actually we did see her. Like I noticed her on stage, but Damn. because she was in jeans and a t shirt, I didn't realize that it was Britt Baker. Mm. And then watching it back I was like Oh, oh snap. Yeah, and she snapped on commentary. Damn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they were like, uh, they were like, yeah, don't you think Big Swole's story is pretty inspirational? You know, her stomach, she has Crohn's disease, which a very special guest Natasha has. Um, 
And she, I'm not calling her special just because of oh, her disease. <laughs> but I already went over why she's our most special guest ever. But anyways, uh, Big Swole has Crohn's disease. Her stomach completely swelled up and she had to get surgery and died. And she still had... She bit. died? No, she no. Al she almost died. Oh, I like she. The, she yeah, she, got she like, died and like she got came like, back to life. She got like half of her stomach removed. Yeah, she's the Undertaker. Yeah, basically, <laughs> she got half of her stomach removed, and uh, she was wow. still able to have two kids. Wow, incredible! Yeah, yeah super incredible. Round really? of applause for shout Big Swole. Shout out to Big Swole. Yeah, shout International out to Big Swole. Shout out to Big yeah. Swole. But w would you call that definitely. inspirational? Yeah, absolutely. W would you call that inspirational? Definitely. Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, wouldn't. I mean, compare her story yeah. to Dr. Britt Baker's story. Exactly, that's what Two dreams. Yeah. Two successful dreams. Exactly. No, listen, listen. She's a doctor, Bailey. Exactly, man. Listen, listen. Dr. Excalibur asked her, she said, wouldn't you say her story's pretty inspirational? She said, you better be careful using that word inspirational, inspirational around me because her story is not inspirational. That's just life. That's just life. That's not inspirational. Stuff happens. My story, I'm inspirational. I'm a doctor. I'm a professional wrestler. I have a master's degree. I'm an inspiration, not her. Incredible. How would you feel about how how did you feel about that uh segment, Natasha? It's uh, definitely controversial, but uh I'd have to see I, I get what Bert Baker is saying. I think it's dangerous and uh, ableist to, you know, use the word inspiring to describe people just because they have a disability. And wow. uh not to shit on Big Swole. I love Big Swole, she's one of my favorites right Swole. now, but Bert Baker. Swole. I wish Bert Baker would rip out my teeth. The real champ. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been a great sign, too. Yeah, pretty soon she'll be the, the champ. You think she'll be? Think she can beat Nyla Rose? Ooh, maybe, maybe I, I think Nyla Rose is gonna be champ for a while. I think Big Swole could beat Nyla Rose. Mm, I don't think so. I do. I think no. I think Big Swole is gonna be in limbo for a pretty long time. Maybe she'll become a tag, women's tag team champ. If they ever have a women's tag team. I think she has a lot of potential. Yeah, Big Swole's fire. Yeah, she really is. Yeah, she's so hyped too when she comes out. Yeah. But yeah, I hate Leva Bates. I hate the librarian. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was Kip Sabian's partner. Yeah. yeah, Peter Avalon. That's why I forgot, because I hate the librarian. The yeah. the and actual he's so forgettable. One. That's my pick for the exalted ones, Peter Avalon. Mm, nah, I'd be so mad. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't like him. I do not like him at all. But anyways, exactly. his love interest, <laughs> Leva cool. Bates, she uh, got her ass destroyed by Big Swole. Yeah, and then got destroyed again verbally by Natasha. Yeah, that's true. I don't think anyone hates her as much as I do. Yeah, because I think that was one of the coolest parts about our seats was that like the exit was just like five, six feet away. Yeah, where they us. walked off stage. They were really close. Yeah. yeah. It was like, so awesome. Yeah. And and while Leva Bates was about five, six feet away from us, Leva Natasha was like, Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out! Going crazy. Yeah. And what do you have to say for yourself, Natasha? Brings out a different side of me. <laughs> she needed to get the hell out of Denver. Do you, do you hate Leva Bates personally? 
Not as much as MJF. Wow. Wow. Incredible. Well, that brings us perfectly into our next segment. Segment. Cody Rhodes comes out during commercial break. Yeah. Hey, guys. We're on commercial right now. Shout out this person. Shout out this person. Shout out Colorado. Shout out my... Uncle. Uncle, yeah. Dusty's only living, living relative. Yeah. Who lives in Colorado. And so I'm you know, my father, Dusty, loves Colorado. And then we started chanting, Dusty, Dusty, Dusty. And then Cody almost started to shed a tear. Yeah. It was really a beautiful, beautiful moment. Yeah. Round of applause for... Uh... Cody's uncle. And the Rhodes family. And the Rhodes family. Yeah. The entire family. Wrestling's only royal family. Yes, the wrestling's only royal family. They can only be one. Um. Might Sorry. have Sorry. been the best entrance we got to see live. Oh, yeah. Wow. Cody coming up from the chandelier. Yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah that that, that entrance is like specifically made for him, and it's just crazy to see live. Yeah, it is epic every single time. Um, I guess, since we're speaking entrances right now, that that was definitely the best entrance to see live, but who do you guys think had the best live entrance music? Best entrance music live. I the guess. bastard. I, I think Chris Jericho did. Yeah, True. I mean, that's yeah. hard to argue. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, excluding Chris Jericho. I don't think I we got to it. see the best entrance music. But the best entrance music that we got. Darby Allen. I yeah. Pretty hyped for his yeah. entrance. Yeah. This yeah. was really good. Best friends. I don't know. That's how, true. I don't know how we haven't mentioned Private this yet. Private party. Private party. Yeah, they're so lit. I don't know how how we haven't mentioned this yet, but the pyros were insane, and Cody Rhodes pyros especially were insane. Were insanity. Yeah. And we were right next to the Pyros. Every time they came up, it got hot. It was yeah. awesome. Um, but Cody Rhodes came out, did his thing. Once, you know, we went back on TV. He was talking about MJF. Cuts to our very special guest right here, Natasha, with her sign going crazy. And well, well, just tell us what did your sign say? Describe it to us. Uh, well, it's a simple recap from uh, Revolution. Uh, MJF sucks toes, specifically Cody Rhodes' toes. But that uh, was my sign, and they aired it. MJF hated it. Now we have beef. Went viral on Twitter. Yep. Yes, it's true. Well, it, it was awesome because now Natasha is a part of, officially a part of the AEW universe. She yep. was posted on. The AEW Twitter. First ever sign of the week. Yeah. Like, basically. Yeah. Never any, seen him do it before. Any sign of MJF is an automatic contention for sign of the night at MJF. They tweeted Natasha's sign, MJF sucks toes. Yeah, and then that coward took two days to respond. To, yeah. And yeah. said, ha, ha, ha. Weak That's response. It. I don't think he's a, I'm not going to say he's a coward. Just expected more. Yeah, just a weak response, especially how 
MJF just shits on everyone. Yeah, you just flipped off a kid, and all I can get is a ha-ha-ha. I think he yeah. senses how strong of a woman. He's scared, is. so you're saying MJF yeah. is scared. I'm, but not in a cowardice way, like in a smart way. He's like, yeah, that's strong, a woman you don't want to fuck with. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Definitely. But yeah, it took him two days to respond, but then he finally responded. Just ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Then uh, with a picture, but that was that was awesome. How how excited were you when you found out that you were posted on the AEW uh, Twitter and all that? It's probably one of the proudest moments <laughs> I've had in my life. You should paint it. You should paint that moment. Yeah, I've like already been planning on it. It's uh, it, it was just awesome. Um, AEW is what got me into wrestling in the first place. Um, AW Dynamite in Denver was my first ever live wrestling event, and uh, I was super hyped. You know, everyone said I was yelling. I made posters. It was featured on TV a couple of times, and I just couldn't have had a, a better experience. Really, the yeah. happiest I've been all year, truly. Literally featured among legends on TV. We weren't just featured during goddamn squash matches, which is jobbers. We were featured among John Moxley promos. Cody Rhodes promos. That's when we were shown on TV. We were the legends. Shown on TV directly before Jake the Snake Roberts debuted on television. Yeah. yeah. Absolute legend. Yeah. Crazy. It was like right before that. It was during. It was literally during like, the well, right when Cody, Cody promo. said that. Mm. Cut to Natasha's side. Yeah, and then and pretty then quick cut to Jake. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. It's like, if he comes out here right now. Showed this sign and Jake the Snake came out. Yeah, which was crazy to be a part of. Like the whole crowd was shook. Yeah, yeah. and just kind of confused at the same time. It was like, wait, what? Yeah, what? What? And then he came out and called Cody Rhodes like a bitch. He's like, you're whining like a little bitch. Well, cry, baby, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely shit on Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He shit on him pretty bad. Speechless. I was kind of, I was like super confused by the whole Jake the Snake thing though. Yeah. I well, was just like, you wanted Cody to join the dark side. Mm-hmm. Well, the rumor is, is that it? the dark side the is going to be Lance Archer. Oh. Actually. So he's going to be like the person that he was talking about. That would be kind of fire. Yeah, so that's who Cody is going to feud with next, I guess. And take another L2 probably. Yeah, he just loves putting people over. He's burying himself. Great guy. To build up yeah. AEW talent. Great sacrifice. And then he's probably going to retire from wrestling soon. Damn, and just run AEW. Yeah, become, put going to like a Triple H role. Become Vince McMahon. Yeah, <laughs> become Triple H. Become yeah. Triple H. Yeah, nothing else really crazy besides Jake happened, right? During the Cody thing. Yeah, he just came out and kind of called Cody a bitch, and Cody was like, really? Yeah. But I, I think it was really cool, because during that, uh, you could kind of see Justin Roberts, he was telling, uh, bless you, he was telling, like, Jake the Snake to kind of wrap it up during the promo. Like, he was, like, kind of ducking in the corner, he's like, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on. And uh, it was just really cool kind of seeing behind the scenes. Like the like production TV side works. of it. Yeah, the production side, like, stuff you wouldn't see. Yeah. And just seeing the cameras, just seeing seeing all that, it was just fucking cool. Yeah, it was really fucking cool. But that's all I all I have to say about the Cody Rose promo. 
You guys have anything else to say about Cody Rhodes? No. No. Legend. Just yeah. awesome. Absolute legend. How cool of a guy he is. Yeah. After that was Chuck Taylor versus Pac. Mm-hmm. 60 and the Bastard Live. 60 and Orange Cassidy Live. Yeah, super 60 and Orange Cassidy Live. Super over. Yeah. Like in person. Super yeah. Super over in person. Crazy. Uh, Pac beat him. Oh, yeah, and then uh, freaking Phoenix and Pentagon came out and jumped everybody, and they formed a tag team, a trio's tag team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now the debut, basically, of the Death Triangle. Yeah. yeah. Which is going to be absolutely deadly. It's kind of cool because AEW is making it clear that you can't succeed like by yourself, which is crazy because John Moxley is the lone wolf yeah. of AEW right now. But they're making, the it, they're making it clear that you need to have, you people need to have your back. You need to have a crew. Like, yeah. I mean, the best friends, uh, the inner circle, great example, the elite. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. John Moxley is like mm-hmm. all by himself. Yeah, Death Triangle. And John Moxley, yeah, he's the lone wolf, so he's going to have to team up with somebody. I think he's probably going to team up with Hangman Page. He's going to be the person that teams up with him, and that's going to be the most over tag team, like more over than Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, that's when Hangman came out, too. When he, Wasn't it? No, no, he Not came out yet. during the... We went absolutely mad. It was the next match of the night because Orange Cassidy did his thing. Chuck Taylor did his thing. Uh, Pac won. Yeah, Pac won. Death Triangle. That was that was fun. But the next match of the night was... QT Marshall, Jake Hager. Mm-hmm. QT Marshall versus Jake Hager. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And after the match, like everything just went to chaos. The inner circle started wreaking havoc. The elite came out and tried to you know help out. And then, uh, you know... Nick Matt. Jackson couldn't come out because he just had his baby. But Mac Jackson came out, started helping out. Uh, couldn't. He was getting his ass kicked. And then Adam Hangman Page came in, put his beer up, kind of cleared house, kind of shit on everybody. Hit a buckshot lariat. On Jake Hagar, mm-hmm. which was sick. Yeah, super sick. And then um, Matt Jackson tried to shake his hand. And Hangman Page was like, fuck you. Nah, we're not good. Right in his face. Yeah, right in his face. It was awesome. It was. And then collected a bunch of beers as he left. It, yeah. He, he collected like $100, as he said, $100 worth of beer. Easily. His arms were filled. Yeah. He had them in his mouth, both hands. Like. Yeah. Everyone was tweeting how uh, Jake or how Hangman definitely got coronavirus just from. Like, <laughs> That's hilarious. All yeah. that shit. Coronavirus wasn't done for that night. Yeah. Uh, Jake Hager uh, shit on Orange Cassidy, too. Like, just beat the fuck out of him. Nah. Did he? Pretty sure. No, I don't think so. I don't think so, Matt. You don't remember fucking Orange Cassidy getting, like, helped off? You remember that? He got, like, put in a chokehold. I don't. By Jake Hager? Mm-hmm. I think so. It wasn't during the Pac match? I don't know. I'm trying to process things now. Yeah, no, my adrenaline was so high, it still feels surreal just even like talking about it. Yeah, totally yeah. understandable. But I remember Orange Cassidy getting shit on them. Yeah, probably by Pac. Probably came in trying to be like, alright. 
fuck you. No, he he did get he did get put in a chokehold by the Death Triangle. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because uh, the elite kind of came out on top during the second exchange, the second chaos, chaotic moment of the night. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the next match was the final match, the main event, the main event. of the night. Darby John. Allen and John Moxley versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Yeah, this was the match where the lady, like two rows behind us, had the row yeah. behind us, just was in love with Sammy Guevara. I mean, I like Sammy Guevara a lot, but not as much as that lady. Oh, my gosh. She loves Sammy Guevara. She, she, Sammy, I love you! Sammy! Marry me, Sammy! Sammy started getting shit on at one point. She's like, oh my god, Sammy. Yeah, and then we got a fuck you, Sammy chant going. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I wasn't participating. I was. Me too. Very heavily. I like Sammy. I And I drink bangs. Shout out bang energy. Shout out Sammy Guevara. No free shout out. No, free sh- I'm giving the shout outs. It's not a free shout out. They've earned the shout outs. I... I say they've earned the shout outs. Shout out bang energy. Shout out Sammy Guevara. Nope. I will not support Sammy Guevara. <laughs> well, I do. So, do you want to end the podcast right now? Nah, we have more to talk about. Bailey. It's okay that we have different opinions. But you don't have... It's okay that we have different opinions. I like Sammy Guevara. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. And okay. he ended up getting the W that night. Yeah, he did. After, well, Moxley got shit on. Yeah. In the freaking concessions area. Yeah, while he was coming out, he got absolutely destroyed um and it was cool because darby allen looked really strong he ha- he basically had a handicap match against sammy g against les sex champions oh uh, no les sex gods that's what their name is les sex gods <laughs> that's their official name cringe no it's not it's cool no super cringe les sex gods <laughs> come on and anyways, anyways, uh, Darby Allen just had a handicap match against the less sex gods, and it was crazy. At one point, he tagged himself in. That was cool. At one point, he dived out of the ring and dived straight into a Judas effect. Yeah, crazy. That was yeah insane. Got carted out to the hospital. I, I mean, it did look like he was gonna win at some points, but until until. That Judas effect. Yeah. yeah. No, he had a coffin drop on the entire inner circle. Yeah. Great match. Yeah. He had two coffin drops that match. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, John Moxley finally got off his ass, <laughs> came to the ring, and got after, shit on. After Darby lost. Yeah. Yeah, he came out, shit on Sammy G, hit him with the paradigm shift, fucked him up, uh, but they ended up putting him through a table and to Leave. Yeah, threw him off the stage, like, be good. 20 feet, 15 feet from where we were sitting. Yeah, through, through the barrier. Through and, the table. Uh, they had to cart him off in, like, the ambulance. Yeah, I bet you he's a good, like, 10 feet uh, before he got thrown off. Yeah. No, it was higher than that. It yeah, was probably. And I know it's uncomfortable as heck in there, too. I don't know. That's, that's kind of like the inner circles, like finisher when they jump people they just put them they love putting them through those barriers yeah 
It was awesome, though. Um, overall, people are saying it was the weakest episode of Dynamite. I think being there definitely elevated oh, the yeah. experience to a 10. Uh, seeing Dynamite Live was better than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, not, but yeah. It was, it yeah. was so, so, so much fun. Yeah, like I said earlier, like being to a WWE show was meh. We went to Raw like last year. Mm hmm. Even got to see The Fiend. Yeah. Versus Seth Rollins the fir for the first time. Nowhere near as hype as any match on AEW. Yeah, there's too many commercial breaks. Like, I, I couldn't tell when a commercial break was happening in AEW, except for when Cody Rhodes was like, this is a commercial yeah, break. Standing on. room only, like, the entire time. Yeah. Um, but in, like, the WWE, the Raw show, it showed the commercials on the Jumbotron. The wrestlers broke kayfabe. Just, just chill. Just were walking around, standing, basically chit-chatting with each other in the ring. Like, all right, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, not a single moment of downtime during the AEW Dynamite yeah. show. Nope. Like, the wrestlers were always feuding, always looked angry. Crowd was always going yeah, super hard. Yeah, we were, we were going so insane. Which is awesome. I, I got this little pin. This little b pin that looks like the championship belt, and it's like the coolest thing I think I own right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I love this thing. I just wish I could have seen John Moxley wrestle. Yeah. Got to see him get like, through a table. Yeah. Yeah, true. Kind of right. I mean, hit his finisher. You got to see him as the champ, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Promo. Which I think is even cooler. You deserve it. Yeah, I chanted that when he's getting carted off in a stretcher. Yeah. <laughs> he's so angry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that able to be heard? I don't know. Probably not. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, and no, I, I don't think it was on TV. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we were on TV <laughs> anymore when he was getting carted off. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, what a freaking crazy, like... Dynamite to be at, yeah, but it got shit on. Post Revolution, so much, so much stuff is being set up. Cole Cabana's debut, Jake Roberts' debut. Yeah, it's the coolest picture I got. Uh, yeah, it is a good picture. Yeah, that's yeah, a great, great picture. picture. John Moxley holding up his belt. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, what were the uh, dark matches after that? The Private Party had a match. That was yeah, kind of hype. The first. That was the last. No, that was. Yeah, that was the last. Yeah, one. it was the last one. The the first dark match, was. It was um, that Marilyn Manson looking chick. Oh yeah. Versus. Like a random, chick we've never heard of. Yeah, and she looked just like Marilyn Manson, which was weird. Versus Hikaru Shida, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. Yeah. If you don't want to hear the, you know. Dark results. Yeah, dark results. Just tune out now, but we're going to talk about AW Dark. Because we were there. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> Carl Shida won. It was awesome. Great match. Yeah. Yeah, Carl Shida. I, I mean, she could be the next champ. She's really, really good in the ring. Yeah. She'll probably get a... She'll probably be the next in line for the title 
and then Malrose will probably beat her. So yeah, yeah. I was telling George, I think she has like the coolest entrance, like just the video yeah. part of it. It's just so yeah. fucking sick. The video of the yeah. lady like covered with mirrors or diamonds or whatever. Yeah, George is shit in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think I it's like, that cool. I think it's really cool. So you're outnumbered, George. That's fine. Typically, uh, I'm glad to have two two people here with me tonight that like do share the same opinions as me because typically it's just me and George but I mean sometimes I'm pretty intimidated by George and I don't want to just go one on one opinion to opinion damn but um now I don't have to now I can be like 3v1 we our opinions better than yours yeah it is I guess so I'm you, agree it's here. A, you agree it's a pretty cool entrance just by default okay that's fine <laughs> he should have shit on me man yeah, I can't believe you're doing this podcast after. I apologize, Matt. It's okay. Anyways, she won. It was it was a fun match. The next match, I what was the next dark match? The private party versus Brandon Cutler yeah. and Sonny Kiss. That was no, the we last got match. three matches. It. Oh yeah, dang! I forgot we got the extra match. It was Luther. Versus Jimmy Havoc. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. I, oh, gosh, yeah. I, I, I don't even know what happened that match. I don't even know who Jimmy won. Havoc won, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, it, it was Jimmy. It wasn't Jimmy Havoc versus Luther. It was Jimmy Havoc versus someone else. That was Luther, I thought. No. Or was it Jimmy Havoc versus somebody else Luther interrupted? Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was when everybody like sat down and kind of chilled out. Yeah, except for that one guy in front of us. He yeah. Like, Jimmy Havoc! Fuck you, Jimmy Havoc! Oh no, that dude hated uh freaking Sunny Kiss. Yeah, no, he, he's yeah, he was like, shitting on Sunny Kiss. Yeah. And he's, he hated Luther too. He's like, ah, yeah, Luther, because yeah. Luther came out. That's who he hated that one. Yeah, and then the uh, final match of the night, like you said, Private Party versus Sunny Kiss and Brandon Cutler. Private Party did their thing, and then they uh kind of walked around afterwards. We got like like three feet, four feet away from them. We we're very close. It was just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Orange Cassidy ended up coming back up. Hey. Yeah, Talked. If you guys hear rustling of stuff, it's because our guest Matt Chase I opening guess, these saltine crackers. Yeah, I guess he just remembered that uh, George shit on him. And he was just like, "Oh yeah, I came here to sabotage this. I came here to sabotage this podcast. Can I have one? Can I have a cracker? Of course, man. We share the same opinions. Yeah, but I would never just whip out." A bag of crackers. Obviously, I can't say no when crackers are on the table. I'm going to eat them. But I would never just whip out a thing of crackers out of my pocket and start eating them in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, bold move. Why? Oh, no reason. Nothing. I did one less step than you, baby. I just pulled out the crackers and opened them. So you did two more steps than me? No. What? (laughs) That was one step. Pull that open. No. I'm lost now. Eight. A cracker. So you're eating the cracker on the podcast. What you said. Yeah. Did you not hear what I said? I can't. If there's crackers on the table, I'm going to eat them. But the fact that you pulled out crackers and put them on the table. Knowing that we have a gluten intolerant guest. I'm the very, the very special. Well, very special guest. Matt Chase is most notably known on the podcast for hating gluten-free people. Hmm. We can finally air out this beef. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah, he's holding a beer right now with gluten. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, you drank how many, Bailey? Two? No. I didn't drink any beers. What's that? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't drink any beers. I just... I thought these were yours. Yeah, whatever. You put them on the table. And then yeah. you put, like, just like you put those crackers on the table. Are you yeah. drunk? Is that why you brought out the crackers and put them on the no. table? Or did you just think it was a good idea? No. Well, I did not mean to get you, make you so defensive. Sounds like you know what you did was bad. But anyways, back to... Sorry, Bailey. Sorry, Sorry Natasha. How about George? He, he was pretty mad too. I didn't care less up. about him. <laughs> oh my god. So I knew it was personal. I knew it was sabotage. Yeah, damn. I'm sorry, Matt. Wow. 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 Too late to apologize. <laughs> Thank you, Bailey. That was exactly what I was going for. Um. Anyways, great night. Amazing night. And... The only thing I would complain about, though, and actually, Matt and I, we actually planned this whole cracker thing together to sabotage you, George, because I think the boldest move of the night was not done by any wrestlers at all. It was not done by John Moxley. It was not done by Jake Hagar. It wasn't done in any of the dark matches. Well, first off, what, uh, I think what the, kind of crackers are those, Matt? I think the boldest move of the night... Was what kind are they? I think the boldest move of the night was yeah. when this guy over here, George Van Dusen, marked out and bought the same shirt as <laughs> the uh, sign of the night winner. The, yeah. uh, not the checks one, but I forget what they're called. They're, it's like the green box. What I'm talking about? I don't Have know. Have you ever had that? It wasn't a big Maybe. deal though. Try one. It wasn't really a big deal at all. Yeah, I bought my favorite wrestler's t-shirt when I got the opportunity to. Which t-shirt was it? The Kenny Omega shirt. The best t-shirt that was offered. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, no, nah, I think your t-shirt's the coolest one. Nah, that shirt's overrated. Matt got the Mox belt. The Mox shirt is awesome. You got the belt with Mox spray painted over it. Yeah, Mox I was sweating shirt. bullets when Natasha was talking about buying it. Okay. You can still get it. It's not a big deal. I can't buy it. It's yeah, a wrestling shirt. It's a big deal to you because you, you said, oh, Natasha's going to get that one. I'm not going to get that shirt. That's what Matt said. No, that's what you, Matt said that you said it. Nah. We went over this last night, too, because you seem to be so salty. I just think it's funny. About a think, wrestling shirt. I think it's funny. Just trying to root for What's a, your take on a wrestler. It, I think it's funny, and I like to make jokes about it. And I know that George still hasn't told Summer. <laughs> I think you're wearing it right now, George. Yeah. My closet's all bagged up, so. Once Summer knows that multiple people in this house has that shirt. You guys should get it, too, because it's a great shirt. I got the it. shirt I wanted. I got the shirt I wanted, too, and I think that's all that matters. I don't think I saw anybody else have that t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were the only two in the entire arena. No, that'd be crazy. There were a lot of fire shirts, though. Yeah. Not a bad t-shirt design. It's true. 
Yeah. Cowboy shirt was fire. Yeah. The I new know. Inner Circle shirt's really fire. Chris Statlander shirt was awesome. Yeah, the Chris Statlander shirt went crazy. I love the Hangman Kenny Omega tag team shirt. Yeah. yeah. That one was so That's the one I got. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got that one? Mm-hmm. That one was, like, so cool. Well, I'm sorry this podcast kind of went off the rails towards the end. You just bring out that bag of crackers kind of threw everything off. And well, I apologize. Really kind of made things pretty heated. Well, you know, what was going through my mind is, you know, after this, I wanted to eat these tonight. Should I eat them before I go to bed? In the dark? Yeah, you eat them in bed. That's a pro gamer move. I need to brush my teeth. Choices, Matt. Stop. I've been trying to end this podcast for like no, why did 40 why seconds. Are, why are we fucking yeah, I mean, talking y'all. about... You're a, you're a goddamn guest. Ah! <laughs> Crush ah. to the crackers. No. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about how Orange Cassidy talked. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But let's end this podcast. Yeah. F- follow us uh, at Big Balls R on Spotify. And Twitter, Bat Big Walzar. Bailey Friend Disco. You guys have Instagrams. Matt Chase 42. Follow me at the Night Dragon. Hey, she's doing commissions. $30 commissions, 8 by 10 And uh, at Dwight De Niro on Twitter. And listen to us on Apple Podcasts, too, at Big Walzar. Please.